0: V'kut HaSichez Chelek Tazvav parasha tell the Sicheve is a summary of the Siche. And the Pasuk in, in this week's Parsha, which talks about Yitzchak was considering to go down to Mitzrayim because there was a famine in Eretz Yisrael. So Hashem appeared to him and He said to him do not go down to Mitzrayim, continue to live here in this land, Gurba Ba'aretz Azais live in this land. So the Medrash says, quoting the words in the Pasuk, Gurba Ba'aretz Azais live in this land, Rabbi Heshiya said you are an Eila Tmima because Yitzchok was brought up on the, the, the Haramaria to be brought as a korban. So, just like an Eila, if it goes out of the uh, confines of the Mishkan or the Vesamigdash, it becomes disqualified. So, also, if you leave Eretz Yisroel, you will become disqualified. Rashi says, he quotes the words from the Pasig do not go down to Mitzrayim and he explains that he was considering to go to Mitzrayim, just as his father Avram, in the time of the famine in his time, went down to Mitzrayim. So Hashem said, do not go to Mitzrayim because you are an mima and Chutzloh Oretz, the area outside of Eretz Yisrael, is not appropriate for you. So it seems that Rashi and the Medrash are saying similar things, but there are two differences in the way Rashi says it and the way the Medrash says it. The Medrash says it that if you go out of Eretz Yisroel, you become disqualified. Rashi go doesn't step on it that hard, and he says Eretz Yisroel, is not appropriate for you. A softer, a softer expression. The second difference is Rashi the Medrash quotes Gurba Baaretz In other words, that this is a reason why Yitzchok has to be living in Eretz Yisroel. and Rashi says quotes the words in the passage do not go to Mitzrayim. In other words, it's not so much about Ez Yisrael, it's more about you don't belong in Mitzrayim. In other words, that according to the Medrash, Etzisrol Yisrael is a holy place, and therefore, Yitzchak belongs only in the holy place. Just like a Korban is not allowed to leave the area of the Beis Hamikdash, which is the sanctified place. Whereas Rashi, or at least the Kajosh a Korban kad- Oilo. Whereas Rashi, according to Pshudosh El-Mikr, we don't find that Ez Yisrael had a uh, status of holiness in the time of the Abbas. so therefore he says that you shouldn't be going to Chutz which is an inappropriate place for you however there is another issue to consider, this issue that Yitzchak should not be leaving, leaving as Israel is already brought up earlier in Pasha Chayisara when Eliezer, Avram was telling Eliezer that he has to go there to find to Choram, to find a wife for Yitzchak So Eliezer said, "You can't take a wife from my uh, from over here, Knan. You have to bring from my family back uh, in Chorv." So Eliezer said, "What happens if she doesn't want to come back with me? Can I take Yitzchak there and he'll get married there and he'll live there?" So Hashem said, uh, Avram said, "No, absolutely not. Yitzchak can't go back there. You have to be careful. Do not consider taking Yitzchak back there." So over there, we don't find that the reason that was given is because Yitzchak is an oila and he's not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, or that he can't go to Chutz L'Aretz because he's an oila. Only here does it appear. Why didn't they say the same thing? Why wasn't it considered over there? So this might be, we could consider answering it from the perspective of halacha. There's a halacha, that a person is not allowed, a yid is not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutz La'aretz only for three reasons. Either to study Torah or to get married. And even then, he has to do it only temporarily, and then come back as soon as he's reached his objective. He's finished learning, or he's got he got married. But to settle in Chutz that would only be permitted if there is a famine in Eretz such a famine that the price of food doubled, and therefore then you're allowed to go to live in uh, Chutz La'aretz therefore we could answer that in Yisar where he was talking about going to get married so he's not allowed to settle there he's only allowed to, if anything he would go there only temporarily and then come back but that's not what Eliezer was talking about he was talking about maybe the girl will not want to come to live here can I take him to live there and Avram said absolutely not that's not permitted but over here it's a rav it's a it's a famine in Eitz so now he's permitted to go to Mitzrayim and therefore the reason of him being an Eulah, which is particular to him, had to be brought up, because otherwise he would have been permitted to go to, to Mitzrayim. It sounds good, but since the Ramam concludes this uh, idea, that even though it's permitted, a person shouldn't be going there, somebody midas Chasidis is not to move from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzloretz, and he brings even that Machlem, Echilya, and the, uh, the husbands of Rus and Orpah, they left Eretz Yisroh because of a famine and they went to Moyev and they ended up dying because of it. In other words, Hashem saw it as the wrong thing to do and that's why they died. So he sees, the Ramam says that we see that this is not an appropriate thing. So it's out of the question that Avram and Yitzchak would consider leaving Eretz Israel for that reason. If there was an issue of leaving Eretz Yisroh because of the Kedusha. So therefore, we must say that that is not at the time of the Ovest, There was no issue of leaving Eretz Yisroel. So the question is, why didn't Avram want Yitzhak to go to Eretz Yisroel? And he said to Eliezer that it's out of the question. That's simply understood, since Hashem had already told Avram at that time, long before that, that I am going to give this to your children as an inheritance. So in other words, Avram said the Eibishter promised me this gift of giving me this land does it make sense that Yitzchak should go settle somewhere else makes no sense and therefore because of the promise of Hashem already it was added the question that Yitzchak should go live there but in the time of, a, of a famine so then uh, what what should you do so therefore there it needed already the additional answer that he is an Eulah and therefore in particular in Yitzchak's case he's not allowed to leave anyway but according to this we have to understand if Eretz Israel is not yet sanctified doesn't have the holiness so then why is it wrong for Yitzchak as an Euler to leave Eretz Yisroel? has no special sanctity at that time yet. What's the problem even, even if he's an Euler? So to explain this we have to explain another difference that we find between Rashi and the Medrash elsewhere. By the Briss ben Absorim it says on that day Hashem made a covenant with Avram With Avram, it says, saying to him to your children I have given this land so the Medrash says that it says I have given this land not I will give this land because when Hashem says it He promises it it's already a done deal the word of Hashem is already the finished product it's already a done deal but Rashi says it differently he says he says the word of Hashem is as if it's a done deal not that it is a done deal he makes a big difference there so it comes out from this that according to the Medrash, when Hashem promised Eretz Yisrael to do to Avram Yitzchok and Yaakov to the Yidden, it was already it already became theirs. It already belonged to the Yidden at that time, as we find actually in the Gemara and the Yerushalmi that we consider Eretz Yisrael to have belonged to the Yidden even before from the time of the Avos, as is uh, evident from a few places in the Gemara. But according to Rashi, Pshutah Mikra, the telling the Yid, it, Hashem telling Avram that he's going to give it to him does not yet make it his it's only as, as, is as if it's his, ki'ilu but it doesn't actually belong to him but that is already enough, when Hashem says something it's already enough that you can already say, nasati, I have given it, even though it doesn't belong to you yet, but Hashem's word is already, it's gold you know, you can take it to the bank as you would say in English, but it doesn't actually belong to the Yidn yet so then the question comes, uh, according to the Medrash, that when Hashem promised that it, it already became uh, that it belongs to the Yidin, so then why shouldn't it, well, you say that it already has the holiness? Why doesn't it already have the holiness of Es Yisrael? So this could be explained based on what is the well-known explanation of the difference between the way the Ovis fulfilled mitzvahs and the way the Yidin after Matan Teirah fulfilled mitzvahs, that before the Matin Teirah there was no way that the the fulfillment of mitzvahs could make a change to the physical reality of the world because of that separation that Hashem created between the upper and the lower the spiritual and the physical and they cannot cross over into each other's territories but by Matan Torah, he took away that separation and therefore because Hashem said to do mitzvahs therefore it changes fundamentally the physical existence and it turns it into a spiritual, it now can become a spiritual existence, when you do a mitzvah with an object, it becomes sanctified in a similar way we can say that even though Hashem had already said that Es Yisro belongs to the Yidden and it already belongs to the Yidin according to the Medrash but since there was no ability for the physical reality to be absorbed by Kedusha, by holiness by spirituality, therefore Es was not yet transformed into a holy place at that time But after Matan Torah, where there is now the ability, so therefore Etz becomes a holy place when the Yidin actually go in and conquer it, in other words, they do the mitzvah of conquering Etz it is absorbed by holiness. And just as this is true from the Medrash's perspective, that the holiness is infused in Etz after Matan Torah. According to Rashi, who says that the difference between before the the time of the Abbas and later is that before it wasn't owned yet by the Yidden, whereas now, after Matan Torah, after Kibush, after they conquered, it's owned by the Yidden. What's the difference? When Hashem gives something to someone, it's very different than if if I were to give something to someone. When I give something to someone, all that changes is the ownership of it. It used to belong to me, now it belongs to you, but it doesn't fundamentally change the nature of the object that I gave. But when Hashem gives as Yisrael to the yidden, it's not just that He gave something to the yidden and now it belongs to them, but therefore fundamentally nothing changed and it could at some point also be given, taken back or given away to someone else. That's not the way Hashem gave as Yisrael to the yidden. When he gave it to the Eden, it became Eretz Yisroel. It fundamentally changed the nature of the land into a place that belongs and is, and is eternally tied to the Jewish people and can never leave the ownership of the Jewish people. That kind of a giving is, makes a fundamental change. So therefore, that fundamental change could not happen in the time of the Ovis it only happened when the Yidden walked in and did the mitzvah and they conquered the land, that's when it made a fundamental change, and that's when the ownership became the type of ownership that I me- Hashem meant for it to be, that it is changed, changed the nature of the land itself. Now to explain the difference between Rashi and the Medrash, Medrash and Rashi, in regards to why, as an Eila, Ra- um, he couldn't leave. According to the Medrash, it's not about the Ktusha of Eretz Yisrael because we said that it, there was no Ktusha yet there was ownership but there was no K'tush yet so what is the reason that he couldn't live? Uh, couldn't leave we find in the Gemara if, uh, from the Pasuk that if there is meat that is found out in the field so the, the Gemara asks what do you mean if it's found in the field what happens if it's found in your house does the same laws apply why does it say in the field so it teaches us a new halacha that any meat that goes out of its place where it belongs, chutzli in the it's meant to be in a certain place, and it leaves that place becomes Trefa, which includes many scenarios. Some of them have nothing to do with a carbon. Some some of them have nothing to do with holiness. It's just it belongs in a certain place. So the Gemara gives examples, like for instance, if uh, if an oyla goes out of the space of the Migdosh, it went out of its defined place it belongs here if Kachim Kalim like a Shlomim goes out of the city of Yerushalayim it becomes possible because it belongs within the confines of the city of Yerushalayim the same could also be said about a carbon Pesach that goes out of its Kvutzah it's meant to be eaten only in a certain Chaburah with a certain pre-reserved group and that group is in a certain place, if it leaves that, the area of that group, it becomes possible because it went out of its mechitze. And there are scenarios which have nothing to do with Carbonus as well. So therefore, based on that, since the Eretz Yisrael already belonged to the Yidin, and an oila Yitzchak, is meant to be- belong within the space of Eretz Yisrael, therefore, if he were to leave it's not about the holiness of Eitz Yisrael, it's just about the fact that he, he went out of where he belongs, therefore he would be apostle. That's what the meaning of it is. Because as we said, according to the Medrash, just by Hashem saying that it belongs to the Yidn, already belonged to the Yidn. But according to Rashi, that the ownership of Eitz Yisrael did not belong to the Yidn because the Hefza, the 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 way Hashem wanted to transfer ownership of Hetz Yisrael to the Yidden could not happen before Matan and before the... it could be fundamentally changed. So therefore, what's the reason that Rashi says that Yitzhok is not allowed to leave Hetz Yisrael? He gives another reason. It's not an appropriate place. As it was explained also in Chayesara, in regards to Chayesara, that Avram was explained to Eliezer that Choron is a place where Hashem is only known in the heavens. He's, he, his name is not known on earth. And therefore, how could Yitzchok live in a place where they're not even accustomed to speaking the word of Hashem, the name of Hashem? Therefore, he said, this is not an appropriate place for you. The reason you can't go back there is because it's not an appropriate place. That's why Rashi quotes the verse in the passage, Let's say that you do not go to Mitzrayim. Because it's about not going there. And the reason is because it's an inappropriate place. That's not a place for a person like Yitzchok to live. The Medrash quotes that it's about the holiness of Eshitral, it's about the space of Eshitral, not holiness, but the space of Eshitral, because he's an Eilat Mima, therefore he has to remain in this space. And he would be disqualified if he left the space of Eshitral. And this could be explained, the Panimit Sinyon, why the difference between the Medrash and Rashi, is because Medrash doesn't look only at the realities of the world. Medrash goes beyond that, can go higher than that. And therefore, look at the spiritual source of it as well. And when Hashem says something, even though the facts have not yet happened in the world, it's already a reality from the spiritual perspective and therefore when Hashem said that He's giving Ed it, role to the Yidden, it already belongs to the Yidden. But Rashi Pshutosh Mikra has to look at the reality as it happens on the ground and before you walk in and conquer it which makes the change that Hashem is looking for, only then does it belong to the Yidden because from Pshutosh O Mikra you have to look at the facts on the ground as well.